Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Dave Hooker Show. A presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Objective insight, expertise, top guests. Available on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the Off the Hook Sports app. Download now for free. Also available on offthehooksports.com. I compute and obey. Now to Dave Hooker. Let's get right to it after a couple of much-needed days off. I'm Dave Hooker. He is Caleb Calhoun. I wish I could say something uh, fun about what I did, but it was up north touring colleges, and it was cold. But I did find a place that had NBA jams. You remember that game, Caleb? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) What a brick. Oh, man. So... I haven't laughed that hard. We found a place you could pay $5 and play it for 30 minutes. So that was my weekend. And it was significantly better than uh, Tony Vitello's as Tony Vitello is now uh, suspended. We're supposed to hear an announcement forthcoming. Who exactly knows when? And I want to ask, the question of Caleb Calhoun as we dig into this, just how serious is this? Because if you look on face value, it would be easy to say, oh, it's just a weekend suspension. And they've said that the NCAA is not yet involved and it's not an NCAA decision. That to me is couching it. Um, It is maybe not by the NCAA, but it's by UT, which means they think that an NCAA suspension could be warranted. 
And then they news dump it on a Friday afternoon. And for those of you that aren't in the journalism profession, when you dump something on a Friday afternoon, it most oftentimes means that you really don't even want that to be out. So good morning to everybody on the message board already. And I'll just ask you the question, how concerned are you about the Tony Vitello situation? I can tell you very concerned. I will share some analytics for, from our website. Double the amount of people went to our website to check on Tony Vitello, Tony Vitello as the number of people that checked on Tennessee football after the Alabama game. Now, given we are more uh, solidified than we were in the past and hopefully more known, but still, Caleb, you and I were both blown away by those numbers and the response to Vitello. Uh, man, he's beloved. Yeah, it seems like people are everybody is scrounging trying to find answers let's talk about how how much tennessee had to thread this needle and this is how you know they tried to like sweep it under under the rug not just on a friday afternoon their game with dayton was at 4 30 that day so they had to somehow announce the suspension friday afternoon but in time for people to be aware of it ahead of that 4 30 game at dayton and they they found the perfect window to shield themselves in doing that um yeah i I, I want to say this is serious because there's there's obviously more to the story, but I mean, beyond academic fraud, what type of violations can be committed nowadays that can get you in serious trouble? You know, I mean, we're you, pay, players are getting paid. I mean, is this a Bruce Pearl barbecue or is this a Donnie Tindall academic fraud situation? Well, I want to get, I don't think it's an academic fraud situation based off what I've been told, but I do think there was some, impermissible contact or you want to call it tampering with Ahuna, who was also suspended and is not eligible to play academically. So I believe it revolves around him. Now you bring up the Pearl situation and that's something I, I want to get into. Bruce Pearl, like Richard Nixon, was not fired because of the incident. He was fired because of the cover-up. And if you remembered initially that it was all just supposed to be a short, what, four or five game suspension and everything was good. And it was a hastily thrown together press conference where they announced that. And then you just kept hearing that it was worse and worse and worse. And he ended up lying to the NCAA and lying to UT. And that was just no bueno. So that wasn't going to happen. Um, if it's just simply tampering, reaching out to a player at Kansas before you're supposed to or before he's academically cleared, this seems like an overreaction. So to me, there's something else going on. I believe it involves Ahuna. I don't I don't necessarily think it's academics like the Donnie Tindall situation. I don't I don't think it's outside of the Ahuna realm, but who knows at this point I could be wrong. Maybe he's been tampering with 50 players. I, I don't know, but this the way it happened, the way it went down, how hastily it went down is a bad, bad sign using my journalistic judgment. I agree. Um, unless Tennessee is thinking, hey, maybe they want to come down. The only charitable way you could be charitable in this is Tennessee's thinking it's a series against Dayton. It's earlier in the year, it's early in the year. This gets us some goodwill to come down hard on Vitello for a meaningless series, even if we come down a little harder than we should. Maybe they're thinking that. And I mean, I, I doubt it, but you could kind of see that. It is kind of funny that Tennessee swept Dayton without Vitello. They won a series last year with Vitello suspended too. Um, but I, I, 
I, if it's multiple players and yeah, that then I, I don't know if there's a precedent for that in any sport. I know there is a precedent for impermissible contact with one player or maybe even two, but like if he's been doing this with a lot of players and you know, you wonder how the NCAA is going to come down on him then or the baseball program. Let's remember this too. And Travis saying we got him. It'll work out. Smoky mountain red said I'm wearing orange colored glasses seeing uh, it isn't that bad. And crossing my fingers. Guys, I hope you're right. Um, and here's why. Because he drives traffic to our site. He has fantastic fantastic content in a place that had none in Mayish in June. So, hey, I'm, I'm all for everything works out for Tony Vitello. I think he's a fantastic guy. I also thought very highly of Bruce Pearl when all of that came down. And I thought that would be just swept under the rug and taken care of at the university level. But the thing that I brought up to somebody over the weekend, and I know he got hit by a line drive, but he just looks like he's aged, like he hasn't slept. I don't want to read too much into this, but does he, I mean, Google a recent picture of him. And I know he dropped the beard and the ladies hate that he dropped the beard, but I'm just talking about dude to dude. You know, if you saw me, Caleb, looking like I'd age 10 years in about 10 months, I would um, hope that you would say something. And that's pretty much what I'm I'm doing right now. Uh, Caleb, I don't think that – I don't think his off-field life is great right now for whatever reason. I don't know. The guy just looks like he's been through the ringer to me, and that possibly could be potential NCAA issues. I'm really reading between the lines, so call me out on this if you want. But he just – he looks stressed, really, really stressed to me. I mean, he did lose. Let's just be fair, though. He lost. Nobody lost more production last year. And Tony Mattello had to spend all offseason quickly replacing that production uh, in the lineup to try to keep the team going to where it was before. And so maybe maybe that was a stressful offseason. I said, look, I think there's more stress recruiting in baseball than there is basketball and football a lot of times. Um, I think there's a lot more evaluation required for baseball um, at the different levels you're, you're scouting. I, I'll be honest, Dave, I know you with football, you have to sell, you have to work hard to keep in contact with the player. It's not that hard to evaluate a player when you're at this level uh, in, in football. It's really not hard to tell if a player is good or not. Honestly, not, that's not to say you don't miss sometimes you do, but I think you and I could go to high schools across the country and figure out who's good and who's not in football. And I think it's a little bit trickier in baseball. I've always said, I know the five stars from the one stars. I mean, after that, it gets a little bit more complicated. So, I mean, I know the guys are that can definitely play and the guys that definitely can't. Um, but as far as the Bruce Pearl situation, is it at all reminiscent of that? Let's get into that. Brought to you by Zach England of Best and Brock, a personal injury attorney in Chattanooga that will take care of you, a personal injury attorney that can go toe-to-toe with those uh, insurance company lawyers. And, man, I'm telling you, he will absolutely take care of you. Zach's got your back. Uh, Zach with Best and Brock. Uh, go to Best and Brock and ask for Zach England. He is incredible. Smoky Mountain Red said the tampering thing is weak. If that is the only thing, in my opinion, other coaches will always cry that, but time will tell. Okay. So I want to see if there's a parallel between the Bruce Pearl situation, which I've alluded to already. So I thought having a guy over at a cookout was really weak at the time. 
And I still think that in and of itself is just a violation and it's pretty weak as a violation. But remember this, the NCAA is trying to find itself. And just two weeks ago, they added about 40 people in their enforcement office, Caleb. I think they're a little sick of being kicked around. I think they're a little sick of being made fun of. You have Mark Emmert, who is now gone. They're going to make an example out of somebody. I don't know who it is, and I'm not saying it's Tennessee baseball. That's not exactly a big uh, target to shoot for. But they're going to make an example out of somebody in the coming couple of years, if not 18 to 24 months. Yeah, and Tennessee baseball would be a target, though, if it was a non-football or basketball target. I mean, I don't mind it. I think they inject youth into baseball, and I think the reason baseball is dying as a sport is you have purists that still say the bat flip is so bad for the sport, and Tennessee baseball just throws all that out the wayside. But that does open themselves up to be the school the NCAA would love to make make an example out of. Um, I think that... In the past, we've seen that with football programs and basketball programs at different times. I mean, let's go back to the 1980s in college football. SMU wasn't doing anything different than every other Southwest school was doing at the time. They just needed a school to make an example of, and they went after SMU hard over that. I refuse to believe Texas and Texas A&M aren't doing the same things. Totally agree. Now, Travis says this day and age, the Bruce Pearl thing would, would be nothing. Now, you're referring to, I'm assuming, the fact that they can have more contact and they can pay players, and it's totally different. And, Travis, I agree with that. But at the end of the day, if you have employees and they lie to you or you have an employer and you lie to them, that's a big deal. I don't care what it's about. I don't care if it's about leaving the seat up in the company bathroom. I mean, you just don't lie to your employer and your employees – they lie to you you're forever going to look at them different and it may well cost your job that's what cost bruce pearl his job let's not pretend it was the grilling incident which i hate it when it's called a barbecue because a barbecue is slow cooking but nevertheless it was a grill out and that's him being there Aaron Kraft being there that's not what cost him the job it was the cover-up after caleb oh absolutely it was it would have been a secondary violation if he had just come forward. I don't even think it's a violation anymore. I think he lied about a violation that's no longer a violation, which was, again, with Bruce Pearl, was excessively stupid, quite honestly. And he he earned all he earned his firing by being so stupid and lying about that, particularly when Bruce Pearl, don't forget this, from a lot of rival coaches, the knives were already out for Bruce Pearl because Bruce Pearl, we all know, was – Blackballed from Division I basketball for years when he was succeeding at Southern Indiana because of the Dean Thomas incident in the 1980s. When on behalf of, I guess it would have been on behalf of Iowa, right? He ratted on Dean Thomas, except he secretly recorded Dean Thomas admitting accepting impermissible benefits from Illinois, got Illinois on probation. I mean, that was a very, Bruce Pearl did it. He, he opened himself up to what happened in 2010. We don't, we have no issue history of Tony Vitello snitching on anybody, but we do have history of Tony Vitello rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. Absolutely. Rubbing people the wrong way by a chest bump in which he was suspended for at one point during his time at Tennessee by guys doing the bat flips by guys, um, going around second base, which I'm sure he doesn't condone it, but he allows the atmosphere for these things to happen to give the one finger salute to the entire outfield 
has he opened himself up to that much like Bruce Pearl did in a way different way. And that was recording uh, another prospect. So let me ask uh, today's tough question. If we can now today's tough question is brought to you by our friends at Andy Mason, real estate, Andy Mason, real estate.com. Andy Mason will Take care of your real estate needs, save you thousands or tens of thousands of dollars because they have the best price and the best service. They are just absolutely phenomenal. So today's tough question is right now, and it's brought to you by AndyMasonRealEstate.com. Today's tough question. Take a side. Take a stand. The Dave Hooker Show, a presentation of OffTheHookSports.com. Maybe we could post this up on a poll on Twitter when you get a moment. So I'm interested to see what people say. Tony Vitello will coach this week for the SEC slate this year or never again for Tennessee. And I don't want to talk in hyperbole, but again, I have seen a very similar circumstance unfold with Bruce Pearl from a journalistic standpoint. I hope to goodness it's this week. I think there's everything great about maybe except for crossing over crossing the line at times from being gentlemen um, and good sportsmanship. I love everything about this baseball team, but this just feels to me like the tip of the iceberg and there's going to be more out there. So I ask you today's tough question Caleb Calhoun, uh, Tony Vitello will coach this week by the SEC schedule later this year or never again for Tennessee. I'm going to say this week. I think this weekend. Um, so he won't coach the midweek games against Charleston Southern. I think he'll be there on the, I think he'll be back in the dugout for Gonzaga. Um, we have no evidence that he lied to anybody yet. We just believe there was some tampering going on, but I want to say this weekend. Man, I'm so split 50-50 that it extends into SEC play. I'm going to go SEC play. Um, how many weeks do they have before SEC play, Caleb? Because I, I just don't think you pull the trigger on a Friday afternoon that quickly unless something's pretty significant. Two and a half weeks till SEC play. They open at Missouri, your favorite sports program of all time. And <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to say that um, I think sec play that would obviously also tie in at some point this year. Never. Um, I'm not ruling that out. I, I'm, I'm not because I saw what happened to Bruce Pearl and how the hole just kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And um, I, I'm reading between the lines a lot. I will be the first to tell you that I'm reading between the lines. I will tell you when I'm reporting something. I will tell you when I've been uh, told something. And this is me reading between the lines. This is not me reporting anything. I just have the feeling that whatever it is now, it's significantly worse than we think and than what we know. Here's the other thing to remember. Sorry, Tony Vitello. Sorry, head coach of the track team. Sorry, head coach of the Lady Vols, for that matter. Um, sorry for any non-revenue sport okay, that's on campus. You're not going to get a fair shake. 
you did something wrong, especially while the football team is under investigation and you bring the NCAA ire back upon this campus, you are not going to catch the same break that a Josh Heupel could. You're just not. That's a fact, Caleb. And that's exactly what happened to Bruce Pearl. It's about a tenth of the money. That is a revenue sport, but it's about a tenth of the money is football. So you're not going to jeopardize football or a small percentage of money, or in this case, a non-revenue sport. You're just not going to do it. Yeah, not at all. And, um, you know, with the Pearl part, the funny part about it is I think one of the underrated stories was after Chris Lofton left in that 07-08 year, it wasn't that, like, relative to what it was before he came, fan interest was still sky high. But you notice there was a the apathy had somewhat crept in to Bruce Pearl's program by, by year six at that point. Um, again, still way higher than what it was under Buzz Peterson or Jerry Green. So with, with baseball, I mean, even, even though there's not apathy, you're right. It's, I don't think baseball is – now, it may be self-sufficient. It may be revenue neutral, but I don't think it's bringing in revenue for the university. I mean, I, I could be wrong on that. Someone worked me. You don't think – it's not? Okay. No, it, it, it never has. Now, could it get to the point where it's a break-even? Yeah, but even a break-even – yeah, I'm, I'm going to use some math that's probably about 10, 15 years old. Um, Tennessee was bringing in about $100 million at one point before some of these TV contracts, and about $90 million of it was from football. So you're talking about 90% of the money is coming in from football. Now, really what you're trying to do with Title IX, and this all ties into Title IX, is you're, t- you're trying to minimize your losses. So I know that baseball isn't title nine but there are other sports you have to offset the numbers in football so that you can have more female participants and those sports at the end of the day if they're self-sufficient if they're breaking even you love them that is great but is tennessee baseball ever going to bring in tens of millions of dollars i don't think so i would be even surprised if LSU, who has a much more known baseball program over the years, was making money by comparison, uh, well, I, Caleb, it's 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 a situation where you're not going to get a fair shake. You're just you're not. If if they think that you've in any way hurt the university or drawn the ire of the NCAA, you're not going to get uh, you're not going to get that benefit of the doubt, which I think Josh Heupel would, and Josh Heupel would deserve that, and he brings in a lot of the cash. It's interesting. Today's tough question brought to you in part by Campbell Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn. My distance vision is so incredible. The next step is to fix my near vision, and we're right there, and so excited to work with Campbell Cunningham and Taylor and Hahn because Campbell Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn is local. They care about me. Uh, check on me. Absolutely love it. Campbell Cunningham, Taylor, and Han. There's absolutely nothing like it. And I'm telling you, with Campbell Cunningham, Taylor, and Han, they're local. You don't get that elsewhere. Campbell Cunningham, Taylor, and Han has the eye visions for your regular checkups, but also they can do LASIK and cataract, and it's absolutely unbelievable. You bounce back in no time. Back in two minutes, Tennessee basketball. Hey there. How about some good news? Are the Vols back? Final four bound. Caleb probably says no. Two minutes off the sports. Family has been creating jewelry since 1986. Each piece unique with a story all its own. I'm Rick Terry with Rick Terry Jewelry Designs. I'm a jeweler and I want to be your jeweler. We're grateful that you chose us to be Knoxville's best jeweler. 
My family and staff look forward to serving you. So please come see us. Kingston Pike and Campbell Station Road in the heart of Farragut and downtown on Gay Street, right next to the Tennessee Theater. Inflation has risen to the highest level in over 40 years, according to the April 2022 U.S. Inflation Calculator. Will your investments provide you the income you need in retirement? Are you losing purchasing power of your savings due to inflation? Simply stated, if the cost of goods and services are 8% higher and you're only earning 4% in your investments, that money buys you less of what you need. Right now is the time to act. Call Guardian Investment Advisors today. Hey folks, Gary Viles here. I want to personally invite you to North Knoxville's newest sports bar and restaurant. It's Big Orange Phillies, located in Black Oak Center. And yes, folks, it's happening in halls. Big Orange Phillies offers family-friendly environment with homemade meals and the best deli South subs around. Billiards, darts, jukebox, shuffleboard, and cornhole, and a full bar. We also offer valet parking on weekends and during special events. We even have a covered back patio. It's happening at Big Orange Phillies. We want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Chattanooga, we're at it again. For the fifth year in a row, you voted us best of the best criminal and DUI law firm. And finalist for best law firm and best personal injury firm. Thank you for the love, Chattanooga. We won't let you down. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get to Vasti Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasti, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Vassy's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Vassy Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Got cataracts? We can fix that. Never miss another moment. With a little help from Drs. Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn at CCTIs.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. A college football tradition like no other. Yes, sirree, boys and girls. Or a guy that just won't leave. Wow. That is sad. The Dave Hooker Show. YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the free Off the Hook Sports app. A presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Back to Dave Hooker. East Caleb Calhoun, I'm Dave Hooker. Coming up on the program, Tennessee basketball. We'll get to that here in just a moment. Uh, Also, are we going to have a Pac-12 much longer? I don't think so. 
I think you're going to see a super conference sooner rather than later. What happens first, super conference or AI dominates our world Terminator style? (laughs) I mean, well, super conference is relative. I could pull out some old New York Times articles. When the SEC went to 12 teams in 1992, that was called a super conference at the time. In which is well, I'm sorry, I'm at I'm at mega conference, like the Big Ten and SEC get together. Like like Power Rangers, the Megazord. Okay, sorry. Um the Megazord, that is or Ultron. Yes. I would probably yeah, obviously it's gonna be the super conferences. Those things are closer rather than later, and I'm not sure if I'm a fan of them, but whatever. Things change in the world and I have to get used to that. Uh, you might have heard Caleb's dog here for a second. It actually wasn't his dog. It was another uh, just a, a dog misbehaving. And it was because he was frustrated because somebody was at the door. And uh, FedEx people tend to do that. And what you need to do is when your dog gets upset, you need to hook them up with Craft Treats. Go to crafttreats.com. They got the chill pills. And the chill pills will take care of your dog's anxiety, digestive issues. They'll also take care of your dog's arthritis, which is really helping out my dog. So go to crafttreats.com, use the promo code off the hook, promo code off the hook, and you get 20% off. And it is awesome. Simply awesome. So do we we post our poll up there yet, um, Caleb? Have we got we got that up there or are we still working on that? Oh we have not. I will post it okay. soon enough. I apologize. All right. So it's uh, Tony oh that's right. Tony Vitello. We're gonna talk some hoops. Tony Vitello is he coached this weekend by SEC play definitely this year, or is he potentially gone? If I had to break it down, I would bell curve it. I would say 20% this weekend. Now I'm going to go 15% this weekend. I'm going to say 15 and 50 is 30. I'll go 40% coaches by SEC play, 40% coaches um at some point this year after sec play and then five percent doesn't coach ever again for tennessee i'm just i think that is a possibility smash that like button john says and we greatly appreciate that let's keep those comments coming in we greatly appreciate it john keeps me honest and reminds me to uh hit uh that like button and uh, also so uh, I want to remind you that Zulbeer, XULBeer.com is the official craft beer of Off the Hook Sports. Zulbeer.com. Zulbeer Company is awesome. Downtown parking in Knoxville. You don't just get anywhere. Let's get into it right now. Brought to you by Zulbeer Company and Tennessee basketball. I go back to a column by Josh Ward of the Sports Animal that was really, really good. And he said he had five things that Tennessee needs to do to improve um, their play, which they lost four of five and looked pretty listless there for a while. Looked like a team that didn't have a lot of a lot of direction, quite frankly. So then over the weekend, uh, what happened? Uh, Tennessee basketball, I'm not ready to say they're a final four team at all but they i thought they looked pretty darn good what were your thoughts in their win over the weekend where it seemed like uh, a lot of things uh, fell tennessee's way and they were able 
to get a significant victory and kind of stop the bleeding for a little bit with a, a dominant 85-45 win over South Carolina. Your thoughts on the win before we get to some of the things they fixed? Well, my first thought is I can tell you that Tony Vitello will get fired before this Tennessee basketball team makes the Final Four. <laughs> That's <laughs> interesting. Okay. Because one of those is not happening. Um, but uh, so that's a question. Who, what could happens first? Tony, does Tony Vitello get fired or does Tennessee basketball make a final four? But okay. Anyways, um, uh, I think there was a lot to like about this the Saturday's game because there were a couple of things that stood out to me. Sandy Viscovi, your, your reliable three point shooter was awful. Just had the worst game. He was one of nine from outside three of 12 overall. And they were still 10 of 23 from three. Thanks to Zakai Ziegler, Jemai Meshack and, Josiah Jordan-James coming off the bench, all stepping up. The problem is we know Josiah Jordan-James can do this. He's done this a lot throughout his career before he was getting hurt. And the issue is he never consistently shoots well from three. I'll have a game like That's why he's always been in the low 30s, because he'll have a game like this, and then he'll have a game where he just is completely absent. Now, the question is, do you think that Tennessee has enough firepower now, remember, Tyreek, he didn't play over the weekend, and he seems to have no firepower from three. Does Tennessee have enough firepower to offset Viscovi having an off night on a consistent basis? Or was this just a one-off? My gut tells me this was a one-off. I've watched this team enough. This yeah, year. My, I would agree with you, and in part because South Carolina is a very good. I mean, if you go against let's say a top 20 team in the tournament, uh, you're either in the, let's say the round of 32 even. So theoretically it's a top 32 team. Um, is Viscovi going to be able to disappear and you still win basketball games? My argument would be no. I agree. That would be my argument too. I don't think you can afford for Viscovi to disappear because I don't think you can rely. You have to hope when it happens, it just, you have to hope when he does that, that Josiah Jordan James happens to have one of those nights where he's just on. And you, it, it's it's almost like I don't want to compare them because Josiah Jordan James is a very smart player. And this player I'm going to name was not a smart player, but it's very J.R. Smith like. If anybody remembers, J.R. Smith would shoot the ball like he was Carmelo on the Knicks or he would shoot like he was Kyrie on the on the Cavs. But he'd have maybe one out of 10 games where he was actually hitting his hitting his threes. And I mean, you, that, that's how inconsistent. Uh, Triple J can be for the Vols or me as a hardcore Grizzlies fan. That's how Dylan Brooks is for the Grizzlies. Um, and yeah, I don't I, think I want to be compared to J.R. Smith a lot. Yeah, you, you don't want to be compared to J.R. Smith. That's why I said J, Triple J smarter and a better defender and a smarter player. And just everything about him is a smarter player. And, a, and in many ways, I think a better player in some ways than J.R. Smith. But that that real streaky shooting is what gets me with uh, with how they get compared to each other. And that's now, now again, they won this game without Julian Phillips and Tyreek key, but I, I don't really care because the only really stat I care about is whether or not you can consistently hit your threes. And I don't think they can do that on a regular basis. If Viscovi's having an off game. So Travis says, uh, well, let's go back. Uh, Smoky mountain red said JJJ looked great Saturday. Absolutely did. Travis says, if you don't think this basketball team can win at all, you're crazy. If you don't think that go out in the first round, you're crazy. You're right. I mean, it is. This thing could be hot, spicy Thai food, or it could be uh, bland rice. I mean, it could be an either 
side of the spectrum. Um, and it, it probably is going to be somewhere in between. The Smoky Mountain Red said this whole team is on or off. There doesn't seem to be an in-between game. Uh, John Hill says Santiago deserves an off night before the tourney. But, the, you know, but with his free throw struggles, he kind of had an off night, not off-off like on Saturday. But go ahead and click that like button. We greatly appreciate it. If you haven't subscribed yet, we want you to do that. Great videos coming out. We've got a big announcement on a new presentation that we're going to bring to you hopefully this week. Now, as far as Tennessee's basketball team and are they going to be able to, to make a run, if you look at the rest of their schedule – uh, they've got Arkansas at home. That's Tuesday. And then they've got Auburn at Auburn on uh, March the 4th, which would be Saturday. So you have a game you – they've got to at least go one-on-one in that grouping. You're going to have an uh, emotional Auburn team that's uh, getting up and ready to play. And then um, Arkansas you have at home. So – Ideally, you would go 2-0, and and then you're suddenly having the conversation because let's not forget that the NCAA tournament is very open and honest, which I appreciate, about how you do in your last 10 games. So if you looked at Tennessee's uh, last five games before Saturday, they were 1-4. and four. I mean, that's not where they need to be. So now they're just uh, – three and four in their past seven. So if you could get that up around the um, 50-50 mark with a couple of wins this week, then I don't think your last 10 games hurts your tournament seeding. If you have a losing record going into the tournament in your last 10 games, that's going to cost you a seed or two, Caleb. They, they've come out and said that. Yeah. Yeah, they – um, you know, they – they changed their formula from a couple of years ago, from a few years ago, for those that don't know. I, I, I need to tell people up front, the selection committee gets lazy when they see teams a lot of times. I think you know that, Dave. They get very lazy. They just don't have the time to do the research they claim they're doing on all these teams. And they're lying if they tell you otherwise. They used to lazily just look at the RPI rankings for their, for, for their if they didn't know a team too well. Now they look at the net rankings. Tennessee is number three in the net rankings. Funny enough, number two in the BPI and number 15 in the RPI. So they're in good condition no matter what. This last week of games is going to boost at least their schedule strength because Arkansas is a top 25 team. Auburn is a fringe top 25 team. If they win these two games, I think the NCAA is going to be, it's going to be so fresh in their mind. They might give them a, I mean, you could be looking at a three to a two seed. They lose both games. I think you're seeing five or six probably at this point. As you said, Chuck, the SEC tournament, unless you think you can win it, which that doesn't even matter either because you're in the you're already in the NCAA tournament. So Chuck, the SEC tournament, show it up, show up the NCAA for how stupid they are for having it and then not taking it into account for seeding whatsoever. Um, I think that I think this week could help them. Look, it could help them flirt with a two seed, and that's crazy to say. But if you look at where they are in the rankings that the selection committee goes by, which, again, they pretend they don't. They pretend that they painstakingly watch every game these these teams plays. They don't do that. Um, I think that you could see a two seed. I think they're right now – I think their ceiling is two. Their their floor is six. Now, I would ask you, Dave, is it worth playing to get out of the six-five seed range and to try to get into the top four? 
Yes, I, I I believe it always is worth improving your seed because when you get into that two one range, then you're you're looking at almost a buy. Now I know there have been upsets, okay, but really for the most part, you're looking at almost a buy, a, a chance to walk through a game in the NCAA tournament. I, I know a fifteen will beat a two, you know, every once in a while, and I think one. Um, one seed has been beaten by a 16 in the history of the tournament. But, yes, I would fight as hard as I could because a 6-10, a lot of times a 6-10, Vegas says the 10 is the favorite. 6-11, you mean? Or, sorry, 6-11 or a 7-10. A lot of times the 10 or 11 is a favorite. So, And then also if you slip down into that 5 or 6 realm, you get zero consideration for hey their fans would really like to go to charlotte instead of uh, sacramento california i don't think you get any consideration for fan travel so i i'm a big believer in the the seed means more way more than the sec tournament what I, i'm guessing you agree because we've talked about that before yeah i think that it's i think the sec tournament means nothing and they've proven that the only you know tennessee won it last year and it didn't affect their seating or the seating of any team that made a run they you know texas a&m made a run to the sec tournament title game last year and if you had looked at their resume including those sec tournament wins they would have been in the tournament but they weren't in the tournament before the sec tournament and so the selection committee it kept them out after and so i think that yeah which by the way on a side note dave we talk about conference tournaments being money grabs are they even going to be money grabs in the future if you know that it has no bearing on your seating whatsoever in the NCAA tournament? Like, aren't they just completely devout? Like, this is a it's a it's an exhibition at this point, unless you win it. Are we? T- I think it's been that way for a long time, but tell Kentucky fans that they'll go- gobble up all the tickets. Well, it's ha- so 2008, the Bruce Pearl, Chris Lofton, Tyler Smith team that was number one. Them losing in that conference tournament is why they didn't get a number one seed. Um, that actually got Kansas the number one seed over them. So I think it can make a difference. It used to make a difference in those situations. It doesn't make any difference now. I mean, I think so. I think Tennessee should approach the SEC tournament the way the selection committee does now, which it's very clear they just chuck it. They don't care about it. Yeah. I mean, I think if you get blown out in day one on a Wednesday or a Thursday, then they're, they're going to factor that in. But for the most part, a loss, I don't, I don't think they, they factor that. And in all portions of the program brought to you by Vassie Lawn and Garden, man alive, it's worth the drive. I don't care if you're in Knoxville, Chattanooga, or Nashville, you have got to get to Cleveland, Tennessee with their buying power, industrial mowers, commercial mowers, and residential as well. Vassie Lawn and Garden, man alive, it's worth the drive. Uh, Check them out. So I want to get back to something we discussed a little bit earlier, and I, I really want some input um, from our message board and I want to get your thoughts if I'm, I'm trying to think how to phrase this Caleb maybe you can help me a little bit I'm going off script here if it took throwing a Vitello under the bus to make sure you're 100% secure with the NCAA in football is that something you think most fans would do mm-hmm. Or would you take your chances with football? Because I think you're in pretty good shape anyway. I don't think the NCAA is going to crack down Tennessee. I don't think there's going to be a postseason ban. I don't think there's going to be scholarship reductions. I just don't. But if if you're at all worried about that, which you should be a little concerned, would you take Tony Vitello and just chuck him, throw him under the bus, 
to save almighty football. Yeah. I mean, I'll, 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 I'll give it to you this way. If uh, you're working on, I don't know how this could be a thing, but if you're working on your car and there's like, we can do it, you know, you want to, your, your, the front hood latch closes, but not the way you want it to. And someone says, well, we could fix it, but it might destroy your engine. Well, then you're like, okay, leave it alone. <laughs> and football is the engine at this point. So, you know, or if you say, I want plastic surgery because I got a scar on my forehead and I just, or I got a scar on my chest and I just kind of want to cover it up cosmetically. And they're like, yeah, but that could also, that there's a, it increases, a, it makes a 1% chance that you'll have permanent heart damage. Well, then you, you, you don't get the plastic surgery. Baseball is cosmetics, is the cosmetic side of the athletic program. And football is the heart. And every, and football is every organ, basically, that you need to survive. You know what makes it what makes it so tough is that it was such a feel good talked about team last year. It's not like they just put together a team that was on the verge of making the College World Series. They were a team that was talked about nationwide. They may have been the most talented team. People that know baseball, college baseball better than me, tell me they may have been the most talented team in the history of college baseball, even though they didn't win a College World Series. Split on the message board. Smoky Mountain Red says, fight a pick football is king. Travis says, no way, that's a chump move. Smoky Mountain Red goes on to say, but who on the current football team coaches are you punishing that was involved? Yeah, well, I want to be clear. I don't think Tennessee is going to get any punishment because of the fact that all of the administration is essentially gone from when Jeremy Pruitt, Bullethead, was being a real dumb you-know-what. Travis says, would never appease the NCAA, though. Travis, I think you're right, but man, I don't know nowadays. I mean, what what appeases the NCAA? I mean, I, it just to me, you can and and Tennessee is the king, and it's something I'm going to write about. I don't care if you're talking about there was a ticket scandal at one point back in '89. Uh, there was the phone scandal where they were using cards to run up phone bills back home when you used to have to pay for your phone calls. There's been all of these scandals that I was researching. I was going to write about on Friday, but the Patello thing happened. Tennessee gets out of all of them. And for all the traditions that Doug Dickey has brought to, had brought, did bring to Tennessee football, whether it's the T, the Tennessee walking horse, whatever it is, his greatest, greatest addition to Tennessee's football tradition is self-reporting. They self-report through the roof. And there are other, I was talking to somebody who covers another school. And I said, well, the school I cover just pretends like it didn't happen. I'm like, well, you know, maybe there's more than one way to skin a cat. But right now, Tennessee has almost 40 years of proof that what they do does not severely hurt them. Donnie Tindall, they got rid of him as fast as possible. Bruce Pearl lied to the NCAA and they got rid of him. So it's self-reporting and cutting ties. That is Doug Dickey absolutely to a T. Yeah, I mean, that was, um, I mean, the, the most obviously infamous situation of that is a lot of Alabama fans feel a certain way about Tennessee's 99 academic fraud investigation that they say triggered the investigation into Logan Young mm-hmm. in 2000 and 2001. What they ignore, by the way, Dave, as you know, Tennessee wasn't the only school complaining about Alabama during that time. There were like five schools that had a problem with what they were doing. Um, And they just, so the idea that 
maybe Fulmer cut a deal with the NCAA, but again, Steve Spurrier wrote a letter to the NCAA complaining about Logan Young in Alabama in the Auburn Means incident. Here's the other proof, too. Do you remember the old Prop 48 situation? People could be Prop 48. Do you recall that? I don't think I remember Prop okay. 48. So Prop 48 was in the late 90s, early 2000s. And essentially, you didn't qualify, but you were close enough where you could come to school, and it was like a mandatory red shirt, red shirt year. Easy for me to say. And you could participate in practice and uh, be there and – that was that was all well and good, and in some cases they would continue to fight for you, and you would be able to play. Well, I mean, Tennessee had a basketball player, I believe it was Isaiah Victor, <coughs> that wasn't deemed eligible at the same time a football player was, and that was part of the reason that Kevin O'Neill left. Tennessee historically does not fight for schools that don't play with the oblong ball called a football. They don't fight for those. They're not going to go out of their way to fight for those sports when it comes to the NCAA issues, because you're right. I mean, it's um, it's I'll use another example. If you want to go NASCAR, 90 percent of the revenue is by what the car does on the track. Ten percent of the revenue is the trailer that's selling T-shirts out in the parking lot. So if you have to shut down the trailer to make your car go a mile an hour faster on the track, you're going to do that. Uh, bad analogy, but that's that's my biggest concern. <coughs> pardon me with the tello, is it's not what he may have done, but that I don't know that Tennessee will have his back, which would be a shame. And I also, it just feels like the timing of it is uh, a little bit a little bit odd to me how it all happened. It makes me think that Tennessee thought they knew something and maybe they didn't. Be sure and hit that like button. We really appreciate it, and uh, it certainly helps us. Um, bring the program to more people. Hit the thumbs up button if you haven't subscribed to this point. Be sure and do that. So coming up, a little talk of Pac-12 is at the mercy of the Big Ten. And then also, we had a couple of days off, so I haven't gotten Caleb's uh, thoughts on uh, one young Brandon Miller who continues to get frisk in pregame warm-ups, even though uh, he was part of an exchange of a gun that was involved in a murder. Other than that, he seems like a great guy. Two minutes off the hook. Sports, he's Caleb Calhoun. I'm Dave Hooker. Sun, sand, and salt water, the beach is a very relaxing place. Unless you wear contacts. Ow! Open your eyes to the best the beach has to offer with LASIK vision correction from Campbell Cunningham Laser Center. Ah. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get the Vasti Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasti, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Vasti's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Vasti Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Hey folks, Gary Viles here, Viles Automotive on Callahan Drive. I've been selling cars here in East Tennessee for 27 years. In that time, I've come to realize it's not about the car. It's about you, the customer. So I'm here to take care of you just like family. Good credit, bad credit, you name it, we can get you taken care of. If we don't have it, we can find it for you. We go across the country to get any vehicle that you want. And here at Viles Automotive, we don't believe in fake numbers. We just give you great deals. And as always, we want, we need 
and we appreciate your visit. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Chattanooga, we're at it again. For the fifth year in a row, you voted us best of the best criminal and DUI law firm. And finalists for best law firm and best personal injury firm. Thank you for the love, Chattanooga. We won't let you down. Our family has been creating jewelry since 1986. Each piece unique with a story all its own. I'm Rick Terry with Rick Terry Jewelry Designs. I'm a jeweler and I wanna be your jeweler. We're grateful that you chose us to be Knoxville's best jeweler. My family and staff look forward to serving you. So please come see us. Kingston Pike and Campbell Station Road in the heart of Farragut and downtown on Gay Street, right next to the Tennessee Theater. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, who's this guy? Hello, wizard. The Dave Hooker Show. Ooh. A presentation of Off the Hook Sports. What? YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the free Off the Hook Sports app. Back to Dave Hooker. Be sure and download the app because you'll be able to find all the videos on the app and the show will be updated within 30, 45 minutes after we broadcast live from 10 Eastern time. Weekdays, Monday through Friday, the NCAA tournament is coming up. So it's an exciting time and uh, we are excited. Uh, Looking forward to regular visits from Josh Ward, Ron Slay, uh, the one, the only, uh, man, my guy, Fred White, Fridays with Fred or Football Fridays. There's a lot of alliteration out there. Uh, we could call it the White Way. I don't think that. <laughs> uh, Did you ever watch Modern Family? Um, I don't think I have. There's a moment where, like, they, Phil, they go to family camp and, uh, they separated teams based on like every team represented a color. And so Phil's team was white and he would be like, if it ain't white, it ain't right. And then he said things like total white domination. And like, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably won't go in that direction. Um, <laughs> but it, it is funny bringing that up and watching some Joe Rogan stuff on Nazis, man, that, that thing, uh, that'll, that'll, that'll get you in a wormhole or a rabbit hole or whatever you want to call it. So I'm not convinced they're aliens and Hitler's still alive at 113 years old. But anyway, uh, portions of the program brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning, City Heat and Air. City Heating and Air Conditioning Integrity Matters. It's about to get hot and you don't necessarily need a brand new unit thanks to city heating and air conditioning just a slight tweak here and there will take care of you and caleb calhoun want to get in this brandon miller situation uh, i had a post we had a post on the youtube channel that said 
Uh, Tennessee needs a coach like Nate Oates, and they need a natural scorer like Brandon Miller to help them get through the hard times. Now, this is before we discovered that Brandon Miller returned the gun that resulted in a shooting that resulted in the death of a young lady. I am astounded that you have two players that are directly or indirectly, one is charged with capital murder, and your basketball season is still ongoing. If this was Northwest Missouri State and they were 5-20, and 20, Caleb, you would shut the basketball program down and get some sort of answer to all this. Brandon Miller may have just borrowed a gun. He may have just given the gun back. It may be as simple as that. But I will say this. In the first place, Caleb, if you asked me to borrow a gun, I would say, sure, what's up? Okay. I'm, but I would ask, you know, yeah. what's up? <laughs> and if I said, Caleb, I need you to bring my gun back, like, now, you would say, yeah, what's up? I mean, that's just natural. You look out for one another, so one of us wouldn't, in a, some sort of fit of rage, get themselves in trouble, like the young man who's facing capital murder charges. But I am just astounded by the gall of Alabama that they would continue on with this basketball season. Are there guns being shuffled around left and right? I, th this is something, in my opinion, that should have been shut down, find the answer. It doesn't matter if it cost them a national championship or Final Four. To me, the whole thing is just so outside of the realm of possibility. There are times where I say to myself, no, that's just sports, and they place winning over everything else. Caleb, this ain't that, man. This is way beyond. Like This isn't even close. They should not be playing basketball right now. Oh, look, I'm going to give my thoughts. If you, if you disagree, tell me. But. Yeah, I, I disagree with you on that. Now, I, on the principle, let me say this. If you want to say because NATO, the way NATO handled it, which was to sweep this under the rug that Brandon Miller was involved and then wait until it came out and then for them to call a press conference and defend him. Look, there is a legitimate there was a legitimate narrative that could seem make brandon miller seem innocent according to his attorney I, now take it what you want but according to his attorney the gun was left in his car he didn't borrow it it was left in his car and then he was returning it and i think because he was not charged and that's his attorney's statement and we don't know what the other side is seeing right now i understand not suspending him i disagree with the i i think if you say shut down the season though you open up just an example, do you remember, and A.J. Johnson turned out to be innocent of this, but remember the charges that got A.J. Johnson suspended in 2014? I don't think Tennessee should, football should have shut down the season over that. Um, well, no, but somebody's, somebody's dead now. Yeah, but I mean, like, what about this, the 2011 Penn State scandal when it broke in midseason? Do you think they should have shut down the season that year? Yes. You think they should have just straight up shut down the season? Yes, and I think that would undoubtedly happen at some small Division II school. I mean, okay, I, I draw parallels with this with – now, the one I'm going to name is even more scandalous because it involved somebody else on the team being murdered, but the Baylor basketball scandal in 2003. Remember that? Where Deeply. a teammate got in trouble. Basically, a player was murdered, and he was, I think, shot by his own teammate. Um, and they finished out that year. Um, they, they did finish out that year. Um, 
So I, I would say that, um, you know, look, we're talking about a state. I mean, it, it's hard for me to sit there and say because Brandon Miller had a gun in his car. However you feel politically about anything, Alabama is very, very, very lax on gun laws, which is fine. That That's what they want. They, they, they are very, you know, lax on if you have a gun and you don't commit a crime with it, then um, you have a right. And Brandon Miller, we know, didn't, as far as we know right now, didn't commit the crime with it. I think the scandal was that they, look, the pat down, that was tone deaf. They were doing, for the starting lineups, they'd apparently been doing that all year before all this broke out. And they just didn't think, hey, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. I think the worst is the athletic department keeping quiet who was involved. Because I know just there's, based on what some people have told me, Everybody down in Alabama knew there were other players involved beyond Darius Miles. They just didn't know who, and so they couldn't report it, if that, that makes sense. I, I want to reconcile two things you, 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 you said and to make sure that we're on the same page. So, one, you, you, you kind of accused Nate Oates of covering it up, and then you just said the administration. I don't think Nate Oates covered it up. I think the entire administration covered up that Brandon Miller was in, I agree. involved. And so I think Nate Oates is fine. But I think that what happened is they were hoping, you know, you get continuances and you get trials moved and they were hoping all this would come out after the NCAA tournament, but instead it came out next week. If they knew that players, I don't have a problem with any 18 year old having a gun. I've got, I mean that we can got, I'm not going to get into gun rights here, but the laws are the laws. I, I don't have a problem with that, but, it flippantly being left in a car, loaning it out, um, just the whole situation is like, whoa, let's pump the brakes now and make sure that something crazy doesn't happen again. Because, Caleb, I'm sure they're going to be on their P's and Q's after they saw what has happened. But, I mean, if if... The, the whole mindset, I mean, a gun, whether or not you believe you should be able to own one or you should be able to own an AR-15 or wherever your gun rights stand, it is still a responsibility like a car. Okay, I don't go out and drive my car 120 miles an hour to the gym just because. I don't loan my car out to some uh, drunken guy at a bar and say, go drive it around. Um, so there is some responsibility, and... Brandon Miller and the particular player charged, they're responsible to some extent for this. And to me, just I, I would say the same thing if it were if it were Tennessee. I would <clears throat> shut down the season. I didn't think Tyler Smith from the get because the registration was scratched off. I didn't think he should be able to play the rest of the season. I thought his college days should probably be over. So I'm not being duplicitous because of the team. I believe this is something you take very seriously. And I'm not anti-gun. I just want everybody to know that. But I am anti-careless with a gun. Well, to what we know to a degree, because Darius Miles has been, obviously, he's not playing anymore. And he's got way bigger problems than whether or not he's playing yes. again with Alabama again. Um, the, jump, the jump shot is not his issue right now. Exactly. As far as, because like the Tyler Smith thing, yeah, he had to be suspended. But Tyler Smith, to what we know, did break a law like Tyler Smith had an unregistered weapon. Was it unregistered? Yeah. He not, he, like you said, he covered the registration on it. He didn't it was he scratched, it was scratched out. Yeah. Scratch. Yeah. So 
which is like driving all without tags. So yeah, he wasn't legally within his rights to own that gun. Um, as far as we know, we don't know yet that Brandon Miller even came close to breaking any law, or we don't even know he was careless yet because we do know, like, again, his side is saying that the loaded gun was left in his car by Darius Miles, and he had no idea Darius Miles was leaving in his, in his car, and that so he was just returning it to him. It wasn't like he borrowed the gun from Darius Miles, if that makes sense. That, that's what his side is saying. I don't, I don't know if it's true. Um, I do know that I haven't heard any contradictory reports yet. Now, you can say that's because Tuscaloosa police were investigating this, and maybe they didn't want to look too far into what Brandon, into Brandon Miller's involvement. So maybe, I, I do think that, I do think there's a responsibility of the Tuscaloosa police and people involved to come out. Let, let's, let's not, let's not let them off the hook now. Somebody needs to come out from, from, from among public officials to say, what exactly is the consensus that, of what they believe Brandon Miller's role was in? Because we're hearing from his, Brandon Miller's attorney, we're hearing from NATO, it's about wrong place for a long time. We know about Darius Miles, and we know what the Tuscaloosa police testified, but we don't know the degree to what they believe Miller's involvement is, whether or not they chose to charge him. I'm, I'm very big on, I've, I've been on this for years. I, it's hard for me to hold schools fully accountable sometimes when the legal system doesn't do its job. Um, I thought, you know, people got mad about Ray Rice not being suspended long enough when that first happened in 2014. I'm like, your anger should be at the state of New Jersey for not giving him a harsher punishment for what he did. Not the NFL. Well, yeah, I get that. But at the college level, there's the conversation that happens after any transgression. And it's your opportunity to stay in good standing with the program, assuming the charges aren't heinous, heinous, okay? And it's when the coach sits down and says, tell me exactly what happened, okay? And if you lie, you're going to lose the backing of the coach and the backing of the program. So my assumption is that conversation happened and my assumption is brandon miller was honest about hey i gave him the gun back and and then to this point there's no reason to question his integrity but if i'm nate oates i'm like whoa now we we've got an issue of guns being passed around and that to me is a major major issue um especially in this day and age um yeah, it, it, did Brandon Miller? I, did anybody? Did, did, did Brandon Miller? I guess he didn't have time, but was was he planning on going to the coach and saying he suddenly needed the gun one night late at night? I, I just there 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 are all kinds of ways that this could have gone wrong, and it did. You're, you've got an 18, 19 year old, and I you may think this is a reach, but I'm going to tie this into nil money. I mean, uh, a nice gun, a nice Beretta, six, seven, eight hundred dollars. Probably don't have the cash for that as a college kid twenty years ago, right? Right. So <clears throat> now it's a status symbol. You go get it, like a really nice tattoo that could cost six, seven, eight hundred dollars or more. And that's being a kid. That's being an eighteen-year-old kid who's not spending their money very wisely. And a lot of kids at that age do that. Um, I, I'm just. Uh, really stunned that the response hasn't been uh, even even stronger um and the and the padding themselves down i mean good gracious you don't have to be a pr major to say hey 
let's stop the padding down during the intros. And that happened last week and over the weekend. It just, to me, so they do this thing where he's intro and he holds his hands out and he's padded down, which I'm very comfortable with because I get padded down every time I go through TSA. And so I got padded down repeatedly over the weekend when I traveled up north. That's very uncomfortable. Caleb, are you familiar with that? TSA pat-downs? Yes. Yes, I fly a good bit. So, yes, it, uh, that is. Do you uh, get patted down often? No, no. I've just had a couple times ever. Um, it's pretty much every time for me. And it's always, I'm going to use the back of my hand, sir, <clears throat> to pat your, uh, you know what. And um, the last time he didn't use the back of the hand and didn't give me a warning. Oh, gosh. You're just a full-on goosin. Good Lord. <laughs> There's nothing good about that. Um, you know, I'll but this. We, we exchange numbers and maybe something will come of it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, I'll you see didn't even much. buy me dinner. What? <laughs> I can keep going. Just a comment on this um, to wrap this up somewhat. I will say that I still have much more vitriol for how Alabama handled the football player hitting the UT fan back in when the fans stormed the field back in October last year. I'm not, again, they were acting like his life was threatened by the storming incident. And we all saw the video and it wasn't threatened. And for Nick Saban just to be like, do you guys know what he was going through? Really, Nick? Really? You think your, you think your player's life was in jeopardy by some like 18 year old drunk girl coming near him? <laughs> well, Nick Saban's just full of it. And the, the, there are a lot of fans that are diehard Alabama fans that believe him and they're ancillary fans that have, that don't know who Mike Shula is. And so I think that Nick Saban being full of it, you know, he talked about players are a higher risk for injury. When you go up tempo, then what did he do? He went up tempo, yeah, everything he's done, you know, he didn't like the NIL and they said uh, A&M should have to release uh, how much they spent on NIL. Well, they didn't. And Alabama was asked the same thing. Um, and because it's a, a private business transaction, it's not a Freedom, freedom of Information Act, they didn't release theirs either. So Nick Saban's full of it. He, he says what he wants to to go ahead and push his agenda, and that agenda is Alabama being the best, best football program they can. So do I think that permeates throughout the athletic department? Absolutely. I think that Alabama at their administration level said, Nate Oates, we can take care of this. Let's handle this together. Nothing's going to come out until the NCAA tournament. We've seen Nick Saban manipulate this thing. This is easy. This is nothing. They don't realize that Nick Saban's a once-in-a-generation type of coach. And and I believe at his core is probably a good person. But does he fib about tempo? Does he fib about NIL? Yeah, he's got an agenda, Caleb. Or or the feeling that conference champions should back in the BCS days should be the ones to play for the national title and then voting himself at number two after they lose to LSU. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, there's probably three. As, as soon as we're done, there's probably three other examples we're th- we'll think of. We're with you each weekday at 10 o'clock. Download the app. The app will provide you all the videos. Cooper Mays, Jacob Warren, and more and uh, all kinds of uh, specific videos to, uh, let's just say, titillate your fancy. We certainly hope so. We'll be with you each and every weekday at 10 o'clock. He's 
Caleb Calhoun. I'm Dave Hooker. Let's do the Pac-12 tomorrow if we can. Is that all right with you, Caleb? Yeah, we'll jump in on it tomorrow. Perfect. All right, I'm in there. And then we're going to have a special guest to talk some Tennessee baseball tomorrow. We we don't schedule guests because there's a lot to get to on Monday, but tomorrow a special guest because I want to get into this and see how serious this is. I've been surprised by the number of people I've talked about uh, talk to with ties to Tennessee baseball that are kind of like Tony Vitello's had this coming. Yeah. I mean, he's not well loved in the baseball community. Have a fantastic day, everyone. He's the one, the only Caleb Calhoun. I'm Dave Hooker, a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.